Hey, uh, Andy, how do you feel about human interaction? I hate it, Dan. If I can make it a whole day without talking to another person, that's a great day. Wait, really? Yeah, really. I can't stand talking. Stringing words together to make thoughts, ugh, the worst. I wish I never had to talk to anyone ever, especially to excessive lengths about highly specific single topics. Well, I've got news for you then, my friend. When you're hungry for some of the best food in Springfield... Springfield, Missouri? Where we live? Yes, Andy, Springfield, Missouri. If you want a killer lunch, dinner, or breakfast, and you don't want to talk to anyone about it, not even over the phone, Druff's is the restaurant for you. You can order takeout online at yumdruffs.com, and don't forget to use the promo code SPRING to get 10% off, and to let the good folks at Druffs know that you heard about them from this ad on Spring Food Mo. Okay, so after I order my food from yumdruffs.com using promo code SPRING to let the good folks there know I heard about them from this ad on Spring Food Mo, just to make sure I don't have to talk to anyone at all the whole time I'm there, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to open up the notes app on my phone and write a message that says... My name is Andy. I ordered online. Please don't speak to me. Mm-hmm. I hate talking. Yeah. So then they can just look at the note and not say gross words to me. Yeah, that, that's a great idea. But really, listeners, you don't have to be a silent freak like Andy to take advantage of the yumdruffs.com online ordering system. It's great if you have a big group order. Everyone can get exactly what they want with no confusion. And you can also take all the time you need to decide what you want. There's no ticking clock. I've heard promo code SPRING works when you sit down and eat at Druffs, too. I went to Druffs this weekend and sat at the bar and had an incredible breakfast, which you might just hear a little bit more about during today's show. Oh, okay. One of my favorite things to get at Druffs is the Father Schlink sandwich. It's a grilled sandwich on sourdough bread with sweet barbecued pulled pork, a thick slice of gooey gouda, and... A heaping helping of mac and cheese. That's macaroni and cheese inside the sandwich. It's incredible. I get a little dipper of Druff's hearty and delicious tomato soup also. Put the edge of my sandwich in there and... Wow. Just one of the best bites in town. Oh, wow. When I grow to Druff's, there's only one thing I get. It's the corn... After I've had one of those perfect mac and cheese tomato soup bites, uh, my favorite thing to do is wash it down with a big gulp of ice-cold local craft beer. Uh, What tempts that beer at, Andy? Ice cold. And, uh, where's the beer brewed, Andy? Locally. And how's it brewed? With craft. Druff's also has crazy desserts, different kinds of prairie pie, plus homemade cookie ice cream sandwiches. It's really out of control. Somebody's got to get these guys under control. We love Druff's. Five stars, five huge stars. Uh-huh. Order Druff's online at yumdruffs.com. Use promo code SPRING to get 10% off. Or... Go eat there in person and tell them about this ad to get your 10% off that way. Thanks again to Druffs for sponsoring the 60th episode of Spring Food Mo, our first live anniversary show at Bookmarks. Go ahead and roll the tape, Andy. Ladies and gentlemen, Springfield. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Spring Food Mo. From Apple Podcasts, July 24th, 2019, Amateur Food Critics by KC Chiefs 417. A couple guys critiquing local restaurants. It's obvious neither have ever worked in the food industry, which doesn't give much merit to their opinions. 
a 2019 Gallup poll, Springfield, Missouri has the best audiences in the country and the most pandering hosts. Thank you. <laughs> Live to a hard drive. And in person. And live from Bookmarks. From Bookmarks in beautiful downtown Springfield, Missouri. You're listening to Spring Food Mo. Still America's number one podcast wow. by restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. Moms, raise your hand. Can we have moms? <laughs> yes. How many we... moms here? <laughs> Not just stars, no. anybody's moms. <laughs> We've determined that moms love our show. They sure do. We love moms, and moms love us. Hey, we are the uncles after We're all. We're good boys. A lot of moms out there, married to uncles. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for coming. This is much bigger than the previous show. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. No, it definitely feels that way. Bigger. Uh, Thank most of you for appearing on our show at one time or another. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> seems like the good majority of you have been on. <laughs> how, uh, how many people would you say are here, Dan? Oh, goodness. Uh, I mean, bookmarks at capacity is probably 120. I'd say we have 255 <laughs> or so. Definitely up from last time. Yes, yeah. Up <laughs> from last time, breaking fire codes, uh, just real dangerous stuff that you come to expect from Spring Food Mo. <laughs> Danger Boys. <laughs> yes, yeah. We're, the, that's our new title. Yeah. Springfield's Dangerous Uncles. You're witnessing history before your <laughs> eyes and ears. Yeah. All right. So let's break down that review. Wow. I agree with the title. <laughs> Amateurs for sure. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. He, he pretty much nailed it right on the head. I mean, we both worked in the food industry for a short period. Four months when yeah. I was 16. I think I got a full year in at Subway and somehow managed to not learn how to bake bread. <laughs> <laughs> you just put it in the oven. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> there was one more step, I think, but uh, I, I never figured that one out. <laughs> that's, that's just to taking a bite? Is that to make sure it tastes <laughs> yes, good? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got yeah, that you one gotta down. you got to test every loaf. They come 13 <laughs> inches. Uh, we went to culinary school for yes, a little bit, too. I did. I did. Uh, I went to culinary school at OTC my junior year in high school. Uh, you know, just nobody reach out to OTC uh, for my grades, or it may validate <laughs> KC Chiefs 417's point. Uh, <laughs> it was not a great time. <laughs> yeah. They, they have a class that's just washing dishes. I mean, they sure convinced me they did. <laughs> Everybody else got to, like, bake and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I was in... Scrubbing Bubbles 101. You use scrubbing bubbles to clean dishes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not toilets? Well, you said the word baking, <laughs> which reminds me. Oh. We, had a, we did something pretty interesting this weekend. We yes. judged the Sweet Treats competition at the, the Mo, <laughs> Mo Food Truck Festival. <laughs> the, yeah. yeah. It's the not Mo Missouri. Food truck. It's just some dude named Mo. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was quite the event. It was a... Uh, Pretty big, and you know, obviously, they had to get some pretty prestigious judges to <laughs> tackle their uh, judging portion. So it was Tom Turton and, and uh, us. Uh, <laughs> us. Yeah, uh, we were with uh, a realtor whose name yes. I don't remember. Yes, and a dude who builds fences. Yes, he runs a fencing crew. The men on his crew or women build the fences. He was really cool. He's a nice guy. Yes, they were both very nice. Um, I think we were quite nice as well. Yeah. So <laughs> it took place over there, like on. St. Louis Street, where all the Route 66 stuff is, like an expo center or whatever. Sure. Yeah. It's an open field, but there's like this Route 66 gift shop. You ever seen that? You've probably walked by it. I almost guarantee you you've have. never been yes. inside because no one has. We did, though. Yeah, yeah, we and went in there, went to it's a little... A, it's an office. Yeah, got offices back there, conference rooms. Uh, I don't know if they're just for the taste yeah, testing version <laughs> of the uh, Mo Food Truck Festival <laughs> once a year, but... Uh, 
That's what we used him for. So they set us in this huge conference room, and Larry is the name of the man who set us up with it, the same guy who set us up at the fair. Yes, one of the kindest gentlemen alive. Who thinks way more people listen to the show than do. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he told us how many food trucks were going to be, like 34 or yeah. something. Yeah, he, he was pretty confident that we'd be tasting 25-plus desserts, mm-hmm. I think. And so, you know, went for a long run, didn't eat in the morning and all that, so getting ready. And then even uh, even Larry's wife, who what was her name? Do you remember? I think Shelly. I think Shelly. Sorry, Shelly. <laughs> Sorry, Shelly. Very rude. <laughs> yeah, it was she me. was also very kind. <laughs> she was really cool. <laughs> yeah. She she was kind of leading us to believe there'd be a lot too. They set us yeah. down and they they set out the first one, and it's really. It's awful looking. Yeah. Yeah, that first one, it was... It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be awful looking. Yeah, I think it was called Don't Eat the Yellow Snow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I agree. Don't it, eat it. <laughs> it. It was a yellow snow cone. Yes, it was banana-flavored shaved ice. Um, I, I don't... Maybe some people don't understand. It's supposed to look like urine. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's like That's pee-pee. what's going on. Um, tasted like banana. Yeah. Only slightly better. <laughs> Artificial banana. It's like a banana popsicle. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, that dead flavor of banana, the one that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. It's like extinct. Oh, right. We don't need to get into yeah. that. Let, let's do. <laughs> Buckle up, guys. You can keep that AC on. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, that was for the people here. <laughs> yes. Definitely not making yeah. the episode. Second one came out. Um, we're not going to say which this one is because it's no. from a place in town. And no, we don't need we to. We didn't care for it. It was all right. <laughs> it was another banana-based dish. Yeah. Better than the... A lot of banana. <laughs> banana snow cone we I had. would say yeah. over half the desserts we tried were banana. Yes. Yes. Uh, definitively over half of them were. <laughs> in fact, it was about 66. <laughs> yes. Point infinite sixes yes. percent. Yeah. yeah, with the little line um, over Because a third one came out, and it was from the Cajun Papa. Yes, absolutely. It was the loaded carrot cake cupcake yeah <laughs> there were bullets in it yes yes um, not, yeah that was bad <laughs> no no was, yeah <laughs> look Let's we, cut, the audience we, we cut a lot out in post <laughs> <laughs> we cut all the bad stuff out um yeah this was really good though really you know i was happy to have yeah. it i'm a bit of a cajun papa myself the mon cherry whenever i saw it and uh just went to town. My name is Andy, not Sherry. <laughs> um, it had very like thick carrot strips sure. in there. That that would really differentiate it from other iterations of the carrot cake. We really yeah. like that one a lot. A lot of raisins. I think both golden and your standard, yeah, purple. Uh, let's get a anybody who who likes raisins. Okay, that's going to require wow. sound. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't? Okay. All right. I like raisins. <laughs> I think they're good. I think they're fun. And the box says uh, they give you energy very quickly. I don't know if that's true, but the box says it's true. Hey, I give a lot of kids a lot of raisins. My, my mom used to say something very particular about raisins, and she's right here in the audience. Um, said they make you poop. <laughs> Isn't that right, mom? Yeah, prunes too. Then they're just old dried up prunes. Quite fibrous. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, spe- speaking of that, <laughs> no, um, that was it. That was all the desserts. Yeah, yeah that was all. We, that was all twenty-five of them. <laughs> we thought we were gonna have a really tough morning because we were gonna have to go to Casper's after that because yeah. our hours are really weird and we got shut out. Yes. earlier in the week. We'll get to that, but uh, 
Yeah, it wasn't exactly disappointing. In fact, I was quite relieved. Yeah, I was not um, very excited to follow up the 30 or so desserts with a bowl of Casper's chili. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it was nice. We got to try some of the like main entrees, some the stuff that they delegated to the more important people, your Tom Turtons, your <laughs> Ted Kellers. <laughs> Ted Taylor was not there, <laughs> but he does follow us on Facebook. That's now. right. Yes, yes. Please <laughs> applaud for us. Did anybody else see that? That's pretty cool. I, I Dan got a text from me at what, like five fifty-five this morning? <laughs> too too early. Look, it's Ted. Yes, <laughs> that was very exciting. Next stop, the news. Yeah. Why? Why? Why did he do that? I don't we know. gotta he, get Ted Keller on us. the show. Nobody likes anything online that they don't actually like in yeah. real life. That's how the internet. And nobody works. clicks attending on an event they're not going to show up to. <laughs> hey, I mean, all two hundred fifty people. There's definitely more people here than marked attending. <laughs> I marked <Just> interested. <laughs> <laughs> Have anybody been to the food truck festival? It's pretty cool. It was I, just... I actually saw saw one of our oh, audience that's members right. there. Yeah. Definitely not anyone who's ever been on the show. <laughs> no, not, not in any real capacity, no. So um, <laughs> we walked around there for a little while. It was getting pretty warm. We took some sure. stupid pictures, as we're wont to do. Yes. <laughs> and then we went and sat, to, sat down to plan this show, which mm-hmm. until Saturday, uh, we didn't know what we were going to do. <laughs> yep. we, we still kind of don't. Yeah. But uh, so we sat there. Dan... Got two drinks. Wow. He went to the coffee. I think he just, he, I got my drink. I was like, I'm going to drink half of this. It's a nice day. You just want something, you know, cold. Yeah. Dan, Dan sits down. He's got two <laughs> drinks. He's got his caffeine and his alcohol. I don't think that's that's a big deal. No, my I just drinks. thought it was pretty cool. I just had a black iced tea and a nice If I'd have known you were going to do cider. it, I might have done it too. You didn't even, you got halfway through your beer. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> Okay, so I slammed both of them. Okay, and they were good. <laughs> we were there for what eighty minutes, and you consumed oh yeah. thirty six ounces oh, of liquid yeah, for sure, easily. That's, a, that's if, impressive. If they would have been like refilling waters, it would have been way more. <laughs> I'm a thirsty boy. So how much you guys like to drink? <laughs> okay, uh, so after that, it was finally time to go to Casper's. This is Saturday. We were sure they're going to be open. It's about noon. We walked down there. Ooh, we it sure did. It was, it was, it was, it was very too hot. long to walk, and it was too hot to walk there. And they were closed. Yes. Yeah, closed I, for maintenance. Yes. I had been there the previous the previous afternoon after school. They closed at 4. I got there about 3.40 or something. Mm-hmm. Out of Chile. Sold out. So that was attempt number two. You know, we had to go to Lucky. We were obligated to go to Lucky Tiger a bunch of times earlier in the sure. week, so we weren't able to. To fit Casper's in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our live show that we've been planning for like over a month. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we had to put in some work to figure out how to get Casper's yes. food this week. Yeah. Um, and it w- <laughs> so, you know, I, I had to eat Casper's more than once on my lunch break. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have lunch breaks. I'm what is considered a wage slave. So I get about 30 minute lunch break. Uh, and can sometime extend that to an hour yeah. if I if I just really beg for it. Um, I'm a venture capitalist. Uh, <laughs> buy small tech companies. Uh, it's <laughs> it's it's nothing you guys would be concerned with. <laughs> but yes, uh, not the great lunch break food <laughs> that <laughs> oh no that you would think <laughs> just a a pint of chili. <laughs> So I went, I think, Monday after school. Mom, what, what day did I take care of the boys? <laughs> was that Monday? This is a great, great show. 
Okay. So Monday, I was going to say, I'll have to go after school. And then my brother texted me. He's back there, too. This is the bread guy. Let's get all our family he's, mic'd he's up, actually. He's the one on his phone. Can we get the lavalettes out? <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you should be on your phones. You need to be entertained somehow. Um, so the, the boys got sick. And Jeffrey asked me if I could take care of them. So pretty much the only reason I was able to actually go and sit and eat at Casper's is because my nephews were sick and needed somebody to take care of them. Wow. So I used that opportunity to get a half day off and went to Casper's before. That is the only way that I was able to do it. I got to try that sometime. So if, my, my little yeah. niece is sick. I need to. All right. So we'll get back <laughs> to Casper's here in a second. But we got a little business to take care we do. of. There's some business. Um, I actually had a thing planned because somebody texted me said they were going to be here, and I brought this whole deal, and they're not here. So uh, it was going to be somebody's birthday. They're like, yeah, it's going to be my birthday. So I was going to put this whole thing together. You know what? I'm going to do it anyway because this is really interesting, and you're a captive audience, let's be honest. All right, so um, this is this kid, Jack. It's Oh, is this them right there? Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. (laughs) I can't wait for them to hear this. Happy birthday! <laughs> Happy birthday, Jack! <laughs> nice to meet you. Hi, Jack. We, I think we've only met once in passing. But do you know who you share your birthday with? You probably already do. But th- this day is crazy. Is this your actual birthday? Yeah. Good. Okay, I was going to read it either way. But, uh, okay. So, th- this is, it's this big. The chunk of text is this big of people he shares his birthday with. We're reading with. from pieces of paper. For the uh, for the audience at home, yeah, they should you. probably know that we're usually reading from our phones. Oh, that's true. But now you have the okay. tactile sound right. of paper. Um, also, so listeners know, the people that just walked in don't have chairs. <laughs> it is it is actually standing room yes. only. That yeah. is not a joke. Yeah, there were only two hundred and fifty five chairs. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, the the title here, Jack, is Jack's birthday. It says Donald Glover. Wow. Barbara Walters. Hmm. Will Smith. Get this. Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas. No. This is real. This sounds like a thing I would make up. And it is true. Oh, we're not even close to done. Okay. Mark Hamill and Christopher Reeve. That's Luke Skywalker and Superman. Uh, William Faulkner and F. Scott Fitzgerald. Wow. Arguably the Superman and Luke Skywalker of American literature. They're book people, right? Uh, Shel Silverstein, whatever hero is better than those other two. <laughs> um, oh, I lost my spot. Mark Rothko, Pedro Amodovar, those ones are for me. Yeah. <laughs> Santi Gold, uh, and the rapper <laughs> T.I. Oh. And in the spirit of said rapper, Jack, you can have whatever you like, as long <laughs> as what you like is cupcakes that your mom made. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jack. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, yes, there, there are cupcakes that, will, cupcakes that will be making their way through the audience. Yeah, definitely. Can we, can we figure out some way for, for you all to be able to sit down? I'm sorry, I don't know. Cool. All right, well, <laughs> we do have some business to take care of, yes. some very important business. Folks. <laughs> We're celebrating the year anniversary of the podcast here tonight. We've had a, a good time producing it. And, you know, somewhere along the way while we were... Hang on. <laughs> we didn't talk this about this. Business? We didn't talk about this. But um, these are just facts. These aren't brags or anything. But th- just this week, we crossed 20,000 downloads for the show. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Which is crazy. Um, and just... 
We, we thought when we started it about a year ago that it would top out at about 100, and we probably stopped doing it after three months. Just like a fun thing. Because sure. we like to hang out. You know, just like a fun thing to do for a little bit. And like people started listening to it pretty quick. Yeah. And now we don't like to hang cool, out anymore. And we're very grateful. <laughs> <laughs> I, what? <laughs> we spent like half the day together Saturday. I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> and um, this, this, this next one means, means nothing to me. But just yesterday, we you got like our thousandth Instagram follower. Yeah. And she's supposed to come by later, and I promised her something free. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, we're going to give her some, some free stuff. So, so I don't got, know. Anybody got something free to give to this lady? Um, <laughs> she will appreciate it. It's crazy that 20,000 different people in Springfield listen to this show. <laughs> yes, 20,000 like, individual people. <laughs> assume any person would only ever listen once. Yes. Yeah. That's Dan's joke. He made that joke, and I took it. <laughs> hey, I didn't remember it, so it's all yours. <laughs> all right. So yeah, we've been doing it for a year. We've tried a lot of different places. We have, and at some point along the way, we came up with a way of rewarding those places, specifically some of our favorite dishes at those places, but uh, that came a little too late. We had a lot of fantastic dishes before then, so we're going to make some amends tonight. We're going to give some dishes their due. I'm on the second page. At Cafe Cusco, easily Springfield, Missouri's best Peruvian restaurant, for $1, you can order a shot glass filled with translucent yellow ceviche juice mixed with hot sauce and topped with a single chilled shrimp. You can sip it. You can sip it. Man. You can sip it for a slow, citrusy burn that's almost minty at times, or you can shoot it and get an explosion of heat and complex flavor. Swallow quickly and enjoy the afterburn. Or you can do what I did on Monday, which is order two of them, a sipper and a shooter. (laughs) There's nothing else like it in the entirety of our fine city, and that is why today we say, Leche de Tigre at Cafe Cusco. Welcome to the Spring Spring Food food Mo, Springfield Mo, Perfect Dish Pantheon. Yes, that was perfect. Now you guys just have to sit through this audio and we'll do it a couple more times. (laughs) This is normally whenever we would just kind of stare at the table while recording in studio. (laughs) Folks. House cut fries. Kimchi mayo, house kimchi, queso fresco, cilantro, and green onions. Six things, but six things that by themselves are delicious, but when combined, become something much different. Like the titular friends of the television show Friends, these six disparate items from all different walks of life come together to form something greater than the sum of their parts. The fries, flour dredged and deep fried for an extra crunch that hold up, even when topped with the kimchi and mayo, are clearly the Rachel. With the show opening and closing on them. You have seen Friends, right? That would, of course, make the kimchi, a fermented mix of Korean seasoned cabbage, cucumbers, and other vegetables, the raw skeller of the dish. The relationship between the fries and kimchi, like that of Ross and Rachel, is the driving force of the dish. 
The sibling of the kimchi would, of course, be the kimchi mayo, so it stands to reason that the mayo is the Monica Geller, sister of Ross Geller. And the queso fresco, of course, Monica's partner, Chandler Bing. The relationship between the two providing a delicious fatty sauce with crumbles of fresco just trapped to form large chunks of cheesy kimchi-y goodness. All topped with a helping of fresh Joey Tribbiani and Phoebe Buffay, who, if you haven't been following along, represent cilantro and green onions. The end product being something that both boomers and zoomers alike can agree on. They love friends. <laughs> a treat worth nearly $120 million a year for streaming rights. The huge flavors and complex textures of which Shout a resounding, I'll be there for you. Just so long as it's not Sunday or Monday or if it's like too hot or cold outside or if they're sold out, they'll be there for you. <laughs> and we'll be there for them. Scully's Kimchi Fries. It's been a long time coming. But welcome to the Spring Food Mo, Spring Field Mo, Perfect Dish Pantheon. Good timing on that one too. <laughs> that was a whole page, whole page down, folks. That was a funny bit. <laughs> Almost there. <laughs> Got another full pager. <laughs> no, it's big font. <laughs> Up that eye, <laughs> all last week, I've been looking forward to Sunday morning. I had no plans all day, which never happens because Sunday's when we normally do this dumb show. Mm -hmm. Went for a nice long run. Then I hopped my bicycle and pedaled downtown to find some tasty breakfast, a task at which I was successful. I ate a tasty breakfast. Then I walked out the front door of the restaurant and I walked out of the front door of the restaurant into pouring rain and gale force winds. What I did then, Dan? I smiled. <laughs> I got on my bike and I rode home through four soggy miles. My clothes and my shoes totally drenched. The rain soaked through my wallet, ruined some advanced movie tickets and a lawnmower repair pickup slip. <laughs> I may never see my lawnmower again, Dan, but you know what? You know what? <laughs> <To> what? <laughs> it was all worth it. Oh, good. <laughs> they say a broken clock's right twice a day. Well, Dan Howe is right even less than that. Yes. <laughs> but on Sunday, I discovered just how devastatingly right Dan has been about one single thing for several months now. Yes, I finally tried the cornbread crumble at Druff's. Wow, wow, <laughs> please. A bowl full of sweet, cakey, crispy-edged cornbread. Next to it, a pile of savory ground sausage. Garnished with wilted greens, spinach, arugula. You ever think about how arugula is a green even though it's purple sometimes? <laughs> anyway, it's all topped with not one, but two plump over easy eggs. Ooh. You use a fork to eat the crumble and you, you try to get bites with all the ingredients at once. Best part. It's like a cool game you get to play. <laughs> it's delicious and it's fun. It's unique and wonderful menu item at a unique and wonderful restaurant. Ugh. 
And it's time to welcome the cornbread crumble of drops to the Spring Food Mo, Springfield Mo, Perfect Dish Pantheon. Stand up for the people. This is a man right here. Vance Hall, owner of Druffs, creator of the Cornbread Crumble. One of the finest men alive. We also want to very sincerely thank Vance for sponsoring our show. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Vance. It's awesome. (laughs) And it really is basically charity. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think the time has come. It has. Who listened to the history of Casper's? Thank you. Awesome. Um, It's not going to be in this episode, but I am going to do a brief rundown. I just wrote this today, and I didn't practice it, so we'll see how it goes. In 1910, Springfield fruit magnate Louis Raboy sold a fruit stand to an enterprising young man named Casper Letterer, who over time turned it into a candy store that sometimes served lunch. Casper retired in the 1940s and bought a tidy diner in a Quonset hut on Glenstone in Cherokee, calling it Letterer Lunch. His son Charles took over in the mid-60s and ran it until his death in the mid-80s, at which point longtime Casper server Belinda Harriman took over in 2014 when she sold it to business partners and fraternity brothers Trevor Christ and Sean Kraft, the fourth set of owners and the first to have no affiliation with the original family. They added a fryer, extended the hours, and kept everything else just about the same. That's about everything, that was right? That's quite the read, Andy. Took, took 20 minutes on <laughs> <laughs> yesterday. Uh, we, wrote a, we actually wrote a sketch about... Um, yeah. Well, what it must have been like when those two business partners decided to buy Casper. Yeah, which one gonna, do you want to be for this? For uh, I'll be Trevor. Okay. I look like a Trevor. Yeah. So, okay. You also look like Here, a Chris. Right, but... right. We're, we wrote this. You ready? Okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, man. Hey, 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 bro. Yeah. Hey, do you think we should buy Casper's? Oh, yeah, bro. All right. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just do a little yay or nay. Do you like Casper's? Yay. Yes. Do you have anybody that's a little ambivalent or not into it? Anybody not okay. had Casper's? All right. Okay. So I'd say it's about wow, a third okay. of the people here wow. haven't had it. Okay. Um, if you're a vegetarian, you certainly haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so. I also had not had it until two days ago. So you're in good company, except I'm slightly better because I had it. <laughs> Dan and I ate some Caspers today in my classroom after school. Yes. Because that is like the only way I could try it a second time because try something else. First time I've been in an elementary school in a long time. Gotta say, smells the same. (laughs) Couldn't believe it. Smells like every school I've ever walked into. I I don't know what it is. I, I can't smell it. It shouldn't be any surprise, but I can't smell it Andy at all. Andy said it was sweat. No, I was just speculating. I was like, I know they sweat a lot. It just it smells like uh, just like school cleaning product. I don't know. But it, can, it, can it you, was lovely. Can you smell it? No? Do you smell it, Mom? Oh, yeah. You do. Okay. How many She's teachers we it. got in the house tonight? Give it up for the real heroes, the teachers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> not oh us podcasters. We're not heroes, <laughs> no matter how much you say it. Okay, so you said this was your first experience with Casper's, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get into my history with it later, but uh, let's just talk about our general thoughts about chili sure. first. How do you, why do you like? Do you like chili? I love chili. I uh, had chili. I'd say every like four months or so growing up, our dad would make chili, 
And uh, it tasted the same every single time. He used the same seasoning packet every single time. And every single time we would eat on it for about a week at a time, just taking the pot out of the refrigerator, putting it on the stove, putting it back in the refrigerator, as if we didn't know anything about <laughs> eating and cooling food and the <laughs> dangerous bacteria that can yeah. <laughs> breed when you do it that way. This explains yeah. an awful lot. Yes, yeah. yeah, we would just ruin ourselves on chili for about a week at a time. Uh, gotta say, my dad's chili's a little thicker than this, a little, okay. more, a little beanier, a uh, little spicier. Yeah, crazy. But uh, what about you? I I love chili as well, and I honestly I don't think I have like an ideal chili. I don't like them too soupy. I can tell you that. I like them to be pretty hearty. Sure. You gotta have kind of a like a pretty equal ratio among whatever components. Absolutely. Had good yeah. vegetarian chili, good meaty chili. You know, the only ones I I'm don't like are the ones chilies. that are too liquidy. Yeah. And by the way, white chili's not chili. <laughs> Okay. I'm fine with it's white a chili. Soup. I'm okay with it. Yeah, that does deserve applause. You two who started and then stopped. <laughs> you got too hot for him. You can think it's chili. Who cares? Whatever. No, you can't. It's not chili. One of the most notable things about Casper's is what it looks like inside. Those of you who've been there know that that's at least 50% of what makes it special. Yes. Like, you walk in. You're, it's like an explosion of orange right yes. in front of you. Yeah. And there's all kinds of stuff on the walls, and none of it really makes sense with any of the other stuff on the walls. There's paintings. There's little knickknacks. A lot of posters. posters. Yeah. More posters than other restaurants. You don't generally see, like, a poster you could get in Kaleidoscope, like, yeah. hung up in a restaurant. But they are all the way up the Quonset Hut ceiling. The, uh -huh. I think the most recent one is probably, like, a... 2019 Carlos Santana tour poster, yeah. which is almost looking down at the ground. It's right <laughs> on the roof. So they've almost filled it all up. It shows its age in the best way. Yeah. Um, it's. I wouldn't even say that it's run down. It just has so much character. There is an air conditioner that is right across the bar. So I sat in the far left side of the bar. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of air conditioners right across yeah. the bar. There's like four or five, just a whole row of them. And if there was a steady drip, this will be on our, <laughs> our Instagram story or something, a steady drip into like a clear container, just like blop, blop, blop right in front mm -hmm. of you. And also, dripping. notable, Marcy, the server, who yes. we will talk about extensively. Yes. Um, the, the radio was playing KGBX, Springfield's variety station, for as long as I've been The alive. one you listen to at work. <laughs> Exclusively. Yes. <laughs> yeah, with children in the room. Hey. It's like, guess what? <laughs> it's time for some variety. I didn't make the rules. They have to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so she's uh, serving somebody, and then she hears a song comes on, come on, and she goes, oh, oh. And she walks behind the bar and says, when a good song comes on, we turn it up. That song was... <laughs> Tone Loke's Funky Comedy. Wow. <laughs> and she cranks it. What, what a discerning person. Yeah. Just, oh, it ruled. I, yeah. It made me <laughs> so incredible. happy. They're like two um, older gentlemen on each side of me, and they were not into it at all. They're like visibly, <laughs> it's like, oh, rap music the kids <laughs> like. You know, kids 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, kids love Tone Loke. <laughs> Show enough. And then... The song after that was ACDC's Highway to Hell, oh. which is fitting considering what I was about to eat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into the food, Dan. We should probably start let's with the it. chili. Let's just I mean, get it out of the way. It's on everything else. Yes. So we should just break it down. It is uh, akin to a canned chili, I would yeah. say, specifically a canned chili. That's cheap. <laughs> I, I got one word for it, Dan. Give and it then to I'm going to 
repeat other phrases Please. that mean the exact same thing over and over. He's got one word, and then we're ending the show. <laughs> beefy. Yes. Yeah. White beefy. Um, called call Guinness. This is the least vegetarian chili ever yeah. made. Um, it's got a, beans in there. There's a few beans swimming around. Sure. Yeah. There, there may be like a tomato sauce base, but you can't taste any I, tomato. I think it's a beef base. Yeah. Chili. Uh, I think it's just Heavily seasoned, beef. thoroughly ground, plus the grease from that beef. Yes. That's, that's what you're going to taste. Yeah. Tastes hearty. Greasy? Hearty <laughs> is the only thing that it tastes like. That's the perfect <laughs> describing word. Uh, beef content? High. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of suet in there, too, as... Yeah. as uh, you may have heard in the bio, the uh, um, animal byproducts, some fat from the kidneys, you mm-hmm. know, just the good stuff. It's barely, it's barely, I think it barely even qualifies as chili. I, I think it barely qualifies as food, really. No, <laughs> I am, okay. <laughs> so you're what would sort you, of what would you feeling negative it about it. You know, I would say the chili here is probably my least favorite thing here. I I didn't love the chili. I, I don't I don't know that this is a. Whenever I had the opportunity to really sit down with the chili and just have an honest conversation <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah. it and just take it straight to the dome, nothing else getting in the way. Um, not the best thing I had there. But uh, give us okay. your thoughts on the chili. Andy. I think that if you're eating this chili straight up, straight the, up, the, <laughs> I think doing that is like. Judging it that way is like misunderstanding on a fundamental level, like the function and purpose of the chili at Casper's. Sure. Okay. It's a base. It's a base. It's like vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Okay. Tastes fine on its own, but it's the base of a sundae. You know how sundaes work, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Start with the brownie. Yeah. Put that ice cream on top. Oh, yeah. Hot fudge on top of Pour that. Pour some hot fudge. Sprinkle some nuts on there, maybe. Yeah. A little, a little cherry. A little cherry for the top. Way better than just the <laughs> vanilla ice cream, right? <laughs> Okay, so what I'm saying is, uh, <laughs> there was another joke in there that was good, but <laughs> no, I was going to I was gonna talk about how Dan likes to put hot fudge on chili, hey. but oh well. You know, you can't, you can't win them all. Okay, <laughs> here's the deal. Anywhere, anywhere you sit at Casper's, you have access to a full arsenal of seasonings and toppings, three or four hot sauces, five or six sprinkleables. Very as customizable. We you can order chili with cheese on top, onion, sour cream. You can add whatever flavor you want to the chili. They're not precious about it. No. You know, Casper's Chili puts you in control. So if you're not enjoying Casper's Chili, <laughs> it's your fault. That's my take on the Casper's <laughs> Chili. I think that's a good take on it. I, I think I agree with that. Yeah. So agree, disagree? I just heard a few giggles. I was really expecting more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Andy was pretty excited about this take, but I think he's spot on. I, th- I think the chili is like vanilla ice cream yeah. and that it, it's uh, enhanced it's by, you know, it's coffee. He did bring me a cup of chili today and I'm totally in agreement yeah. with Dan. It just, it's just, <laughs> it's just a big spoonful of beef. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're into that sort of thing, yeah, go for it. All right. So we'll get back to the chili, but sure. first they, they recently add, well, not recently, it was 2014 whenever mm-hmm. it was sold and they bought a fryer. So they have fried food. At uh, Casper's now. That was added by the the new owners, the bros. Mm -hmm. You want to do that sketch? Yeah, let's do it again. (laughs) Hey, man, you think think we should should have some fries there? Uh, Wait, you mean they don't have fries? Yeah, bro. Let's stop this. (laughs) Carnage. That's one we didn't plan out at Coffee (laughs) Ethic, guys. Don't know if you can tell. All right, all right. So we both tried some fried stuff. Why don't you start us off? 
I started off my first trip with the French fries. And I got to say, I can't believe they haven't been there for the entire tenure of the restaurant. These were delicious. Uh, they're crinkle cut French fries, a little thinner than your standard crinkle cut, which means one very important thing, much crispier. The outer edges, you're just getting, getting a whole lot of jagged surface area on there, which is great because they're meant to be covered in chili. I think these are a, a perfect complement to the chili. He brought me some fries today, and you know there was like a thirty minute delay, so sure. they got sogged up just a sure. little bit. But I gotta say, they're in the Rachel Ray bag. Dip them in the chili, made the chili delicious. Yes, yeah, made it salty, made, made it the fries at least slightly better. Very good. They were they were really good fries. Yeah, yeah, they were great fries. I tried the onion rings. This Ooh, is like rolls reversed here a little bit. He's mm-hmm. the onion ring man, and I'm the fry guy, I guess. <laughs> uh, so I'm pretty sure these are hand-breaded. I, I don't think that they... They probably don't cut the fries there. Those seem like they're, no, like, frozen. No, I'd, I'd say those are certain. Whereas the onion rings, they may also be frozen, but they seem like they're made oh, there. They really do. Because they're, like, sloppy, sloppily done. They have these big chunks. You'll get some of those ones that have, like, three onion rings stuck together and all dipped in the batter oh, yeah. together. And so it's, like, a ch- big chunk of onion ring. Like, I'm holding this up. This is an audio medium. The people here can see it. It's like, it's like fist-sized. Like that, an onion crack. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, like, an, like an onion crack? Yeah, don't question it. Just move okay. on. So that, that was the first bite that I had because it just, it just looks so good. And they serve it with some kind of like Chipotle ranch or something like that. And I dipped um, it in there. That's actually boo sauce I found oh. out today from Scary. Marcy herself. I had All to right. ask her what the sauce was. She told me it was boo sauce. That brings up an issue that we we haven't really discussed, Dan. <laughs> they're kind of since the new owners took over, they're kind of leaning into the Casper the Friendly Ghost thing. Yes, and I don't like it, not one bit. <laughs> you know, I I think there was probably some Casper ephemera there before the owners. It seems like there's some br- pretty old Casper stuff in there. But, uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if boo sauce is something they came up with. I guess they didn't have a fryer before this, so it probably would have had to been. Maybe. It made me think of that. One time I watched the Public Enemy, you know, Flavor Flav. This is a group of Flavor Flav, people don't know. And um, <laughs> so he stayed on stage long after their, their show was over, and people were booing him. And he said something <laughs> that, uh, that just stuck with me to this day. He said, don't boo, ghost boo. <laughs> So there you go. All right. So they were really good onion rings. <laughs> uh, dense inner layer. A little... Oh, sorry. They were really crispy on the outside, but there was like a really dense inner oh, layer yeah. to the breading um, on the inside. They were really good for dipping. Dipped them in that ranch. They were, they were really, really yeah. good. These were great onion rings. And uh, I'm a bit of an onion ring connoisseur. Yeah. I, I would say they're probably top five in town they're, that I've had. They're very, very good. Not so, a bad price either. Tell us about uh, what entrees you tried, Dan. Oh, my goodness. Let's start with the one I got today because I have the least to say about it. What did you try to get oh, today? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I tried to get the Casparito, but it is no longer on the menu. It is crossed out, and I believe it says gone next to it. Like, <laughs> it doesn't say, like, we don't have any. It says, like, up and left or something. Yeah. Something dumb. <laughs> they also flat out refused to make us milkshakes, which is apparently a... <laughs> they got a milkshake machine there, but either it was down or Marcy was just too swamped, yeah. which it Whoa. seems like is often the case. Sure. Uh, but, you know, that's fine. I'm, I'm not going to put that on her. No. 
This Frito chili pie, however, it, it's it's next to the where the Casparito used to be on the menu. And uh, let me just lay this out here for you guys. It's a bed of Fritos. Put some of that Casper's chili on it. Cheese, onions, those are optional. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> you, uh, you get you get some good dips with uh, the Fritos. You guys are familiar with Fritos. They're uh, curved, sort of concave. <laughs> or a corn chip. Yes, yeah, it's a chip, a corn-based chip, and uh, this was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I wanted to get, but we just decided that wasn't going to hold up through traveling. That's all I have to so, say about it. Um, Dan brought me a, a ham and cheese sandwich, a yes. hot ham and cheese sandwich. On the menu described as the super Whoa. hot ham and cheese. I ordered a hot ham and cheese, and you said, well, the super has an egg. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I get that. And he's like, I, and I think your text was like, yeah, I was going to get you that anyway. <laughs> yeah, obviously, I'm getting you the super. <laughs> so I tried that. It, it The bread tasted like a griddle. And I mean that yes. in the best way. It tasted awesome. That is the immediate smell that hits you whenever you walk in mm-hmm. here as well. Just a griddle that has been constantly running since what, it, like 1985. Yeah. It is so potent in there. It's a small space, and they just like pack all the like good smells of a diner into just a, a very small area. It's, it's a great. And Dan, smell. Dan said, "Hey, Marcia, do you guys do you guys have this as a cologne? <laughs> yes, can I just get some of that <laughs> grease from the trap? Well, you, you're kind of just walking <laughs> in there, so you're gonna have it for the rest of the day anyway." So yeah, that that sandwich was really gooey. It was pretty high quality ham, surprisingly high quality ham. It looked good. Uh, weirdly nice balance of flavors for something that's just kind of just like a sloppy, messy sandwich. Really liked it. Get really liked it. It's super cheap. It. It's like four fifty or yeah, something. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything there is pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Just gooey, gooey, tasty, fatty, rich, delicious. Don't look out there. It's, <laughs> like, it's just it's <laughs> vagabond. <laughs> Well, I also had a hot dog. Um, you know, it's a chili spot. They got hot dogs there. You can get chili on your hot dog if you'd like. I just went for a plain one with a side order of chili. So I got one plain bite out of it, and it's an okay dog. It wasn't a full beef frank or anything. It was very clearly mixed meat. Didn't have a whole lot of snap to it, but it was nice and plump. And uh, the bun had been toasted on that griddle. Mm, and you can tell. It was just nice and golden brown, buttery. It's a really good bun with an okay hot dog on it with some okay chili that <laughs> was then added. Uh, yeah, I, I would do it again if I didn't mind, you know, feeling a little terrible for a couple hours. Uh, it, it, yeah, it was a tasty dog. That, that was the standard size. They've also got, I think I got the junior, mm. or, or what can be turned into the junior coney. There's also a senior coney, <laughs> yeah. which I saw brought to somebody's table. And it's a big more, old boy. More wisdom and experience. Yes, yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was my lunch break, and obviously I had to get a lot because we have time to fill here. So I got a hot dog, a bacon double cheeseburger, and a pint of chili. I did not eat it all at once, thank goodness. Uh, but I had about half of that burger. And I got to say, guys, this should just be a burger restaurant. This is one of the most delicious burgers I've had in town. It was so fantastically good. Just a great smash griddle burger. I would order one of these a week. I, I kind of compared it to Taylor's because it's a very similar style of burger. And just 
blows it out of the water. I have no clue how Taylor's is even still open with a institution like Casper's around. They yeah. should they should have closed it whenever Casper's got that grill. <laughs> In the forties? Yes, yeah. That Taylor's <laughs> was open already. They should have closed it. I also tried a burger. Mm. Now, I have a pretty long history of Casper's, which you're going to hear about uh, at length in a little bit. Um, what I always used to get was the open-faced double chili cheeseburger. Um, it used to come on two separate plates, one um, for each side of the burger. Uh, now, the top half would be... Now, now they don't do it all in one. It's, it's all in one plate, is what I'm trying to say. Now it's all in one plate. <laughs> Whenever you hear this later, that's how I didn't mess it Nobody was laughing during that part, so there won't be any continuity errors. <laughs> Pause for edit. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it used to come on two separate plates, and they would just pile the chili on top, and, you know, it was one burger, two plates. Now they serve it all on one plate. Um, it's, now, the, the top half is upturned and stacked partly across the bottom half, but you can't see any of that because it's covered by chili. It's like a burger, it's like a burger bump in the middle. Um, you can't see the burger at all. Okay. Wow. Now, it would just be chili if you ordered an open-faced double chili cheeseburger, sure. but it's not on the menu. They got a little secret menu item. Daniel Boozer is the one that recommended this. You had to order it whammy style. That's right, whammy style not listed anywhere uh-huh. in the building on their website. And I nowhere. I think I just added the style part too. Just it's just the whammy. What that is, is they do a pile of cheese and um, the chopped onions on top. Um, Yeah, it's smothered in like this melty American cheese blend, small cubes of onion. When I mean smothered, it's like top to bottom, side to side, like a full centimeter of cheese on top of the chili. Mm. It it is out of control. It's got to be like 6,000 calories. Like not an exaggeration. Like 6,000 calories. Um. It looks like a chilly mountain after a cheese blizzard. <laughs> this is the forkiest of fork dishes. Every bite's a mess. Every bite has like five textures fighting for your affection and attention. It's greasy. It's gross. It's cheese on beef on beef on bread. It's the least complex flavor profile imaginable. It's incredible. I love it. It's one of the best things you can get in uh, Springfield. Would you say it's Pantheon worthy? Uh, most likely. Well, if only we had both had it. <laughs> oh, wait. Remember how I said I had Frito chili pie? Really? I lied. I didn't even <laughs> get that. Really? I got the cheeseburger whammy style. <laughs> and folks, it's going in the Pantheon tonight. Fantastic. That is number four. What a nice surprise. It was so... So good. I first heard about this whenever Andy and I did the run through of the show that hopefully you'll never hear. It's not any good. Uh, but boy, was that a good burger. You should go try it. I mean, if you can catch them when they're open, which is a challenge. Five tries this yeah. week. And uh, two. Two worked, and one was because Dan was able to get off work early. Yep. So, all right. I guess I just told him my mother was having a heart attack. (laughs) Don't tell anyone. (laughs) Please. (laughs) They're going to be mad. (laughs) I I ran out screaming. (laughs) Seems like like an unwise decision, Dan. You may no longer have a job. (laughs) This is his main job now. Please buy more ads. Yes, I'm, I'm technically employed by Vance Hall now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So I guess that only, uh, I guess that leaves one thing, that's to rate it, Dan. So how many, are we going to go simple? How many Quonset huts would you rate Casper's? Andy, I think last night I was hovering around a 4.5 when we went through the run-through after the whammy style. It, it's got to be a five. The, the whammy style belongs in the Pantheon. The onion rings might belong in there. The chili cheese fries might belong in there, for all I know. This is just an excellent restaurant. All right. This is going to take me a little bit. I'm going to apologize in advance to the people that are here. But I was trying to like cut this story down when telling Dan the other night. But that's what I was telling. I was like, I have to do it. That so, okay. be like spring food, Mo. Brevity. <laughs> <laughs> um, in late 2005, I was going to OTC. It was my first semester of college. All my high school buddies had moved away. And I'd alienated myself from all my church friends, including Dan. And I'd, I'd quit the very popular Christian rock band I'd been in. True story. Uh, <laughs> basically, what I'm saying is I didn't have any friends, and really, in my mind, no prospects for new friends. Um, I had no idea how to meet people. Now, this was back in the early days of Facebook, uh, which was just colleges on there. The Facebook. The Facebook. The you remember how great that was when it was just colleges? Okay. You're mostly older than <laughs> you me. You old so. geezers. Okay. Um, <laughs> it, it used to be a lot better than it is now. Uh, used to be you would like list things that you liked, like movies and bands and stuff on your profile, and you could click on your favorites and see who else at your school liked those same things. So for like half of my favorite bands and movies, there was exactly one other person at OTC who also liked them. Limp Biscuit, Boondock Saints. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly can defend a little bit of Limp Biscuit. Boondock Saints is one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, but yeah, I, I liked him then. <laughs> no, no, okay. Um, uh, this was a girl, and she, she just looked cool, you know? She had cool pictures, liked cool stuff. Her profile said she had a boyfriend, so that's not, like, not where my mind went. It was more like reassuring that there was another person maybe kind of like me going to the school. So the first semester goes by. I don't make any friends. I spend most of my free time watching the entirety of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Are you crying? I figured my mom would cry when she heard that. She did not like that. <laughs> Second semester starts, I have this public speaking class. It's one of those classes all 15,000 students had to take. Sure. Uh, Dan took it. I as, did. As you can tell. <laughs> um, and it's on the third floor of one of the buildings. It's like a real hike to get up there. So the first day I walked in, and I noticed immediately that girl was in this class, the theoretical cool girl from Facebook. For some reason, my instinct was to put my head down and pretend I didn't <laughs> notice her. Classic friend-making uh, technique. <laughs> Which is, it's the exact opposite of what I would do yes. today. It really yeah. is. I would immediately just walk up. Yeah, that's, it's been 13 years. <laughs> uh, a few weeks go by. I don't even try to muster the courage to talk to her. It's not who I was. But out of the blue one day, as class was letting out, she walked up to me, and very nervously, almost like she was apologizing, said something like, I think I know you. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. I remember what I felt. I was like shocked and surprised and elated. We walked down the stairs together, talked about music, talked about Facebook, whatever, for like two minutes, as long as it took to walk down the stairs. And then we had to go to different classes. Uh, those two minutes were, um, this, is not, this is crazy and it's sad, but it's true, like those two minutes were the best time I'd had in months. Because um, I just had, I barely had a conversation with anyone my own age. Um, so it was crazy. That, that class was two days a week, and we wound up walking out together, talking for a couple minutes for like a few weeks in a row before one of us said, hey, when are you done with classes for the day? Uh, eventually, we started meeting up when we were both done with school, just like walking around and talking. And her, I think she got out like an hour and a half after I did, so I would just like find a place and read and wait. Like it was 
Yeah. Sure. Waiting on your friend. Yeah. Um, we just walk around talking. Sometimes we go out to eat. Sometimes we just like sit in one of our cars and listen to music. You remember doing that? Just <laughs> listening to music <laughs> with another during person? during the walkthrough. Yeah. I don't really. I remember sitting in cars having long conversations, mm-hmm. but uh, not just listening to music. Yeah. You just, you know, play each other. You know, back in you your day, like the 8-track was the only, <laughs> only place you could hear some of that stuff. You wanted to throw on your Doobie Brothers record? <laughs> no, I, I was driving a uh, car that had a cassette player. Yes. And I genuinely would you uh, take my dad's tapes and listen to them. That's how yeah. I got into Bruce Springsteen. That's awesome. He's like my favorite person alive. Did you have the uh, adapter that uh, uh, you I did. could plug in? I did, but yeah, I thought it was like pretty cool to listen to those tapes. <laughs> I did not play Bruce Springsteen for that girl. She would not have liked it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so we were listening to different bands. I used some of the some of those songs that we would listen to in that bio segment. Like there's that Nutramilk Hotel song, in oh, there, wow. and that was one of the ones that she put me on to. Um, she, this uh, this girl was an artist, and she still is as an adult. She's like a great artist, I should say, with this distinct distinct style uh, that was funny, but also had a darkness. But like at the same time, that darkness was also funny somehow. Sure. Anyway, we bonded pretty strongly about being confused about a lot of the same things in the same ways. Anyway, we were friends. You get it. You know how friendship works. Uh, so one day, we were hanging out after school, and she asked, had I ever been to Casper's? And no, I hadn't. I hadn't even heard of it, in fact. I didn't know Springfield had cool restaurants. No offense, Mom and Dad. Uh, I knew Hong Kong Inn and Salito Window, which are good, but they're not, like, cool, you know? <laughs> Your mom and dad run, like, best of luck in <laughs> a couple other restaurants downtown. Rogan is my mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny for, like, ten people. That's, yeah. And so this girl, the first friend I'd ever made based on similar interests, like a shared disposition, you know, a lot of my other friends are just people that proximity. People you grew up you know, with, yeah. People around, which is great. They were Sometimes just around. a lot of those people, too. Yeah. But um, this is the first friend I made because, like, we like the same stuff and saw the world in a similar way. She introduced me to Casper's, and in doing so... She introduced me to like the notion of restaurants having character of the spaces and the food is like expressions of the people working in those spaces and making the food, which hmm. yeah, I uh, should try that. So Casper's and the Scroll also introduced. <laughs> 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 I just see it as like big slops of uh, calories <laughs> to intake. <laughs> I gotta say, I mean this. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Break, breaking this up. <laughs> So yeah, this, this Casper's and this girl also introduced me to the idea of cool restaurants as something to be searched for, discovered, and explored. So pretty soon after that, I became a person who like, planned parts of my life around finding and trying interesting places to eat. There was a direct line you can trace from this girl taking me to Casper's to Dan and me being on this stage or whatever we're on right now. It's her fault you're here. I mean, it like, <laughs> might seem extreme, it might sound forced, but it's, no, no, it's I can the see truth. It. Um, if I remember right, this girl had grown up going to Casper's, and if you know her, and some, some of you do, I can talk to you after, I'm not going to say her name on here, but um, if you know her and some of you do, it's, it's obvious, it makes total sense. I mean, uh, her style back then, or just like the way she moved through the world, at least as I interpreted it, interpreted it as a, like a 19-year-old male who'd watched Garden State a few too many times. <laughs> um, to me, this girl's personality totally matched the inside of Casper's. It's like wild and distinct, like a little mysterious weird in a good way, kind of messy, but like intentionally so. And more than anything, just totally unlike anyone else I knew around here. Now, I don't have much faith in my own memory or my ability uh, back then to see anything other than what I wanted to see in any given situation or sure. in other people. 
But to me, back then, and kind of still to me now, looking back at that time, that girl and Casper's were the absolute coolest. You know, <laughs> um, I eventually met her boyfriend, and he, he and I became really close. Moved in together with a bunch of other guys. We started bands. We made movies. A bunch of us moved to Oregon together after college. Heard oh, of it? How oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I wound up coming back. Uh, the group of guys I met through the girl in the story are still the people I think of them as my best friends. Oh, you too. Yeah, there's other, others, but... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, this girl, um, yeah, she's not a girl anymore. We don't really know each other now. Nothing happened. Just, you know, time passes. People lose contact. We've departed. I think about her sometimes. I don't know if she knows just how grateful I am that she came up and talked to me and took me to her favorite restaurant. Uh, best friends I've ever had. Some of the happiest times of my life and just the way I choose to live now. They're all pretty much directly the result of this girl recognizing me and introducing herself. That's incredible. He tears up at every episode, no matter what. You should have seen him during the dress one. (laughs) They put mac and cheese inside the sandwich. All right. So last Friday, I went to Casper's for the first time in at least seven years since I moved back from Portland. I don't think about that person that often really, but I had been a little lately because Daniel Johnston had just died and uh, we kind of discovered his music together during that time that we hung out a lot. But I hadn't really made that connection with Casper's and her because I'd been so deep into researching all the history. Like, that had been my angle. Like, I just hadn't been thinking it in a way that was personal to me. Um, but Friday, the moment I opened the door, like when the smell inside hit me and like that wave of orange, I, w- I was with her back in the winter of 2006. It was like a full-on sensory memory. And then Marcy gave me the boot because they'd sold out of chili. <laughs> Five Quonset huts. <laughs> thank, you, thank you for listening to that. I know it's like a lot. All right, so we're going to have fun again. <laughs> if anybody listened to the bio, you might have noticed a moment where I mentioned that Casper Letterer had written a pamphlet of home remedies. Oh, yeah. I tracked that pamphlet down. Um, There were two copies available online, and I purchased one for $30 (laughs) (laughs) from someone in Kalamazoo, Michigan. So um, I have some of those here, and actually Dan has been feeling a little sick. Yes. Yeah, Um, I I gave you a little list of uh, ailments that I have. And uh, you decided that maybe you could look some of them up. And I think you've even brought some things here uh, yeah. that maybe can cure me. Uh-huh. We assembled some ingredients for Dan to try some of the stuff. I don't know if you've noticed Dan looking a little uglier lately. <laughs> um, he's been having a bit of an acne issue. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So are you, are you ready to try one of these I remedies? I think so. I think okay. so. Why don't you go ahead and... So, Casper Letterer says, for, for acne, eat a small raw potato every day for about 15 days. Okay. If no good results, then this should cure you. Take a teaspoon of sulfur, uh, or one teaspoon sulfur, half teaspoon sugar, one teaspoon water. Put all in a cup and work to a paste with a spoon. Take and drink a glass of water. Then in two days, take another. And in two more days, take a teaspoon cream of tartar. And in two more days, repeat the cream of tartar. I have known this to cure some bad cases. So just potato and sulfur then? Yeah. <laughs> this is not worth it for the bit. <laughs> oh yeah, we got sulfur too. Did, did you bring any of the mix-ins? Oh no, I just got the sulfur. Okay. Well, you just 
You just do it. It's not, you'll be, you'll be all right. Yeah. Dan, you've been a little itchy lately, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I would say I've had a bit of an itch. I did, I did some crawling through the woods uh, not too long ago. May have gotten tangled up in, in, in some of the bad stuff. Like the bad, you mean like poison ivy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would be it. Um, Casper says for poison ivy, uh, plain, clear gasoline. Plain, clear gasoline. Wait, wait, no, 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 that's not. It says dab on affected parts with cotton or soft cloth. I can't get it to come out anyway. Okay. Well, Casper also adds, <laughs> after you've dabbed yourself with gasoline, he says, stay away from flame or fire. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> if on too much of your body, better be in a room that has no fire. <laughs> Open window. Do not use anything oily on poison ivy. This will dry up. Most lighter fluids are plain high-test gasoline. Hmm, okay. Um, Dan, you, you got, had a little bit of a cough lately, <laughs> yes, too. It's yes. not good for podcasting. Yes. Yeah, I, you know, I, it hasn't reared its head too much during this show. Thank goodness, but I foresee it. Um. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's been foretold there's a cough to come. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so Casper has a remedy for you. He has some cough syrup. Okay. Okay. What's that? Honey, lemon juice, and whiskey. Oh, okay. So a hot toddy. Yeah. <laughs> Casper invented the hot Casper toddy. Casper invented the hot toddy. Okay. <laughs> Should have called it the hot Casper. Just pop next door, grab one of those. Um, you know, there was there was one other thing that's been. Yeah. I I, I wish I didn't know about this n- one. No. Now, don't get me wrong. I've I've never had hemorrhoids. And frankly, I never would. Uh, but in the event that I were to have hemorrhoids, what, what exactly would I do? This remedy removes the cause. Mm, that's what we're looking for. <laughs> Take internal. Okay. Okay. That, uh... That's the butt. <laughs> So we're clear. I thought I'd get a bigger laugh when I said just internal. <laughs> Hemorrhoids should shrink in a few days. If you're still troubled after this, you'd see, you should see a rectal specialist. His home remedy is see a specialist. <laughs> Four ounces Epsom salt, one full tablespoon cream of tartar, five ounces hot water. Put this in a jar and shake until dissolved. Add one ounce glycerin, 12 drops of dilute hydrochloric acid. This acid is for your digestion, which is usually necessary when, where there is colon trouble. This is a wonderful remedy. Take tablespoonful in juice of one lemon, then drink a glass of water. Take this when ready to retire. You should have a good movement soon after you get up. <laughs> if not, increase the dose. If too free, <laughs> decrease the dose. <laughs> Take 10 doses. Boy, uh, you know, not apropos of anything, but uh, anybody know when the uh, hydrochloric acid store closes? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, uh... I, I should actually probably get out of here, Andy. Okay. I'll, I'll see you guys. Oh, uh, yeah, Dan's just good. Nice show, Dan. All right. Um, I'm going to read a couple more of these just because they're pretty fun. If I can find the ones I want to uh, find. Stomach ulcers. An old German remedy. <laughs> Eat a cup of raw barrel sauerkraut every day. <laughs> Chew golden seal root and swallow the saliva. 
drink goat's milk. That's all. Um, congratulations, you no longer have stomach ulcers. Boils. To assist a boil to come to a head, tape a piece of fat bacon on it. <laughs> to prevent boils, eat a pound of raisins with seeds in them. Chew seeds. It is hard to get these muscat raisins anymore. If you can't, then take a spoonful of cream of tartar about three times a year. This will be good for you if you don't have boils. <laughs> oh yeah, we, can, we got any nursing mothers in here? 80-year-old Casper's got some advice for you. <laughs> Baby nursing mother. If it has bowel trouble or diarrhea, eat no rich food, drink buttermilk, not the rich kind, and drink skim milk. No fresh pork. <laughs> Moms, don't give those babies pork. Is that a thing? Give babies, like, do you give babies pork? I don't know. Now, if you get bit, it's a couple different bites. A snake bite. <sighs> if you can get a chicken at once, cut it open and put on bite. <laughs> Another remedy, heat some milk as warm as you can and put bite in it. While it is heating, put some kerosene on it. Always have a jar of kerosene at your home. Then see a doctor. <laughs> Okay, this, is, this is my favorite one. This, this is where he starts writing like I do. This is for a spider bite. Worse than a snake bite. We have two poison spiders, the brown recluse and the black widow. The brown recluse is more of a house spider, and the black widow is more of an outdoor spider. I have had experience with the brown recluse. The doctors are at present at a loss as what to do for them. I have heard a lot about them since I was bitten. Better spray your home around the furniture and under the bed. If you're bitten where they can cut the bite out, it seems like a good idea. Mine was on my ankle. I was afraid to have it cut out. <laughs> These bites are extremely painful and make you very sick and give you a fever. I went to two good doctors. They done the best they could, not knowing just what to do. A friend of mine had a friend in his hometown that got bit on the foot. I would hear about him through my friend. He was bit around the same time I was. He has done the same as mine. Spread to his toes and up his leg, almost to his knee, and was swollen pretty bad. He tried a lot of things, and so did I. He lost one toe. I sent him word that I was going to try barrel sauerkraut on mine. I couldn't find any, so I made an old-time salve that I knew was good, and it done the work. I asked his friend how he was doing, and he said he used the kraut like I told him, and he was well. And that is the only one written that way. The rest of them are like, not personal, they just list the stuff. Uh, so he has spaces in the back, there's like, for your remedies, so you can just write down your own. I think that he had a certain number of pages for whoever printed this. There was like a number of pages to fill because at the end, he just lists the 10 commandments. Um, Presented to Moses on Mount Sinai by the hand of God on two stone tablets, the Ten Commandments stand today, more than 300, you know, you know the Ten Commandments. Um, we had another guest that was supposed to come. <laughs> uh, actually supposed to be here about an hour ago. I don't know where he is. Is that, is that you? There he is. This, everybody welcome our friend Stone Cold Cream Austin. Hi, y'all. I'm Stone 
Gold Cream Austin, Goldstone Cream Austin. You know, I know my name. I didn't almost trip getting on the stage. Oh, jeez. I'm so sorry I was late, Andy. It's okay. Oh, man, this always happens. You know, happens. we love having you here better late than never, buddy. Oh, Dad, I'm sorry. It's just... It's just a problem I had since I was a kid. I, I think too much pork when I was a baby. <laughs> <sighs> I'm, I'm really sorry to everybody. Was was the rest of the show any good at all? Uh, questionable. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, time to roll Coldstone to save the day, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, y'all you, invited me here. I mean, you and Dan. Uh, uh-huh. I, he's, he's not here right now. He often isn't whenever I stop by. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. Get it together, Coldstone. Oh, okay. You're all right, dude. Hey, hey right. I'm, I'm fine. I'm Everybody fine. Everybody here is so chill. Yeah, yeah. All... 255 no of you. You guys, you guys look beautiful. Uh, really, all of you. Every single one. Oh, jeez. Come on, Cold Stone. Don't pander. Oh, God. Okay. I'm, we're, we're doing a game show, guys. Uh, uh, and I'm hosting it. I'm your host, Cold Stone Cream Austin. Cold Stone? Uh, yes, Cold Stone Cream Cold Austin. Cold Stone changed his name. <laughs> What is happening right now? Oh, God. I thought I had it right. I thought I had it right. <sighs> okay, guys. Uh, anyway, this is the Spring Food Mo game show. A little harder to read in uh, sunglasses than I had really anticipated. Uh, you know, <laughs> thank you, Andy. Uh, anyway, we're going to get some contestants here from our illustrative audience. Just beautiful, every single one of you, really. You guys are so pretty. Uh, y'all are going to have three different categories to choose from. Uh, your categories will be, as such, the first ten Contestants will be asked questions pertaining to the first 10 episodes of Spring Food Mo. That's one for the real Spring Food Mo heads out there. Yeah. And I'm going to need you guys tonight because I cannot screw this up. <laughs> oh, not again. Uh, next category, of course, is frequent guests. Uh, contestants will be given questions about some of Spring Food Mo's favorite guests, like me. Coldstone Cream Austin. Yeah, uh, you're, you're one of my favorites. Yeah, at least. all the all the guests who come by uh, and are all a hundred percent real. And, and, <laughs> uh, that's what that category is about. And uh, that category is actually sponsored by Druffs. So thank you, Demands <laughs> for Druffs, for sponsoring that category. Uh, uh, and then finally, the, uh, the final the final category. Get it together. Get it together, Coldstone. Final category is Pantheon Picks. Uh, uh, the, the contestants will be given questions about the highly lauded dishes in Spring Food Mo, Springfield Mo Perfect Dish Pantheon. You guys are familiar. You sat through the drop a bunch of times, I assume. Uh, oh, God. Okay, so the rules, it's pretty simple. Uh, if you answer correctly, you receive a delicious bag of uh, a Boozer's Roasters coffee right over here. Uh, Thank you, courtesy Daniel, of Boozer. Daniel Boozer. Right there, Spring Food Most Super It's fan. very good coffee. One of, one of the finest men ever. Uh, bar none. <laughs> yes, no bars. Uh, it, 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 if you answer incorrectly, Spring Food Mo Super Freak over here, Andy Carr, 
will have the chance to steal your points and your coffee. And, uh, and as we know, Andy has endless knowledge of the show and is very hungry <laughs> no. for coffee beans. The truth is I hear it more than anyone else, and I remember nothing. People <laughs> reference things from the show, and I don't remember them. Uh, you know, the point is, if you, if, if you answer the question incorrectly, Andy's going to eat your coffee right here in front of you <laughs> like, a, like a big coffee monster. Uh, okay, so uh, 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 who's up first? Who wants to play the game? I've got... Uh, this is real. We need volunteers. I've got 75 questions, so this is going to take a little while. You're going to have it's to Richie. come up here. Come up, Richie. You're going to have to come up here, sir. Please, no one that's either Andy or Dan's parents. <laughs> oh, what's your name, by the way? Richie. This is Richie we have here, uh, and he has three categories to choose from. He's really extending it out as long as he possibly can. Uh, uh, just, just go ahead and pick a category. The, the first ten frequent guests or Pantheon picks? First ten. Okay, okay. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Okay. While Scully's was the first restaurant to receive a five on Spring Food Mo, it wouldn't be until episode nine when this similarly <laughs> when this similarly brothy restaurant was the first to be rated five stars by all Spring Food Mo hosts. This was an episode in the first ten episodes. Brothy. Similarly. Brothy. I gotta tell you, Richie, I'm gonna eat your coffee on this one. Andy is hungry for those beans. He was licking his lips backstage. Fuck Yeah. That is 100 correct. Thank you so much for playing the Spring Food Mo Game Show. Enjoy your coffee. Andy will remain hungry for another day. Yeah, you can you can leave. We're gonna get some more guests. Unless you just want some more coffee. Okay, so next up, uh, go ahead and state your name for the audience. Sarah. This, of course, is Sarah. I, Cold Stone, have never met Sarah. Uh, Sarah, what, what category would you like? Keep in mind, one of them gets me paid by Druffs. Uh, the, that one, okay. The frequent guess. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, you already chose it. <laughs> you already chose it. Okay. This restaurant tour was Spring Food Mo's first special guest way back on the Purple Burrito episode featuring Jake Heron. Jake's vegan sausage now available at Druff's 331 Park Central East Suite 101 Spring Food Mo's. We are sitting on Jake's bar stools right now, by the way. Oh, he makes a fine bar stool He's as sick. well. He's sick. He couldn't be here. Oh, goodness. Uh, but yeah, do you remember the name of that, uh, that, uh, that uh, guest? Okay, well, that is wrong. Uh, it, of course, was Percival Bernito, uh, the Spring Food Mo favorite, I would say, at least favorite of mine. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to eat your coffee. Oh, Andy's eating it up now. Oh, man. Is he getting a mouthful of that coffee? Please, I need this so bad. She's going to leave me if I don't do this right. Oh, she already told me. Okay, uh, please, please uh, d d d state your name. Kevin. Okay, we've got Kevin here. Kevin, uh, between the categories, the first 10 frequent guests sponsored by Druffs or uh, Pantheon Picks, which one would you like? Uh, listen to the guests. 
Okay, okay, good choice, good choice. Line in Danny's pockets and Coldstone Cream Austin, I mean. Oh, God, you called yourself Danny again. Okay, so uh, this guest first appeared on the Civil Kitchen episode. Civil Kitchen located just 450 feet west of the far superior Druffs. Order online at yumdruffs.com. Use promo code SPRING at checkout for 10% off your order. Uh, and and, and, uh, and uh, this guest, he's, he's best friends with The Bachelor's Aaron Berge. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chad Chanshaw? That is 100% correct! It's Chad Chanshaw! Thank you so much for playing. I've got more questions, guys. Like, seriously. Let's, let's do one more. All right. <laughs> Unless somebody else wants to. We got, we got a lot of coffee. I, I made as many questions as we have coffee to give out. Okay, uh, please go ahead and state your name for the audience. I'm Karen's mother. Oh, it's Karen's mother, everybody. We are We've so sorry about yes. what happened to her. You know... She's... You know what? We're so grateful for her sacrifice. We yeah. live because... Of what she did. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, if, if you're big into Spring you. Food, oh Talking Lord. about me and Dan. Hey, you know, I just I just love this show, and sometimes I get it mixed up with my own life. <laughs> okay, so uh got three categories to choose from. Hopefully you've been listening. Uh with, Pantheon. Oh, Pantheon Picks. Alright, Karen's Bob. I like it. Okay, so uh, Pantheon Picks, let's see here. Oh, this isn't the one. Okay. On episode 37, uh, the Druffs episode, for great grilled cheese and a killer cornbread crumb roll, visit Druffs at 331 Park Central East, Suite 101, Spring Food Mo, uh, 65806, now serving Jake's vegan sausage. Uh, 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 this perfect pie crust was awarded Pantheon status on that episode it, it, in the presence of its very maker. Prairie pie. That is 100% yeah. correct. It is prairie pie pie crust. Some of the most delicious pie crust to ever be consumed or made. Oh, uh, jeez. I, I think that's our show. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. Thank you. Very, very much. Thank you for listening. We're going to keep doing it as long as it's fun and as long as people want to hear it. So. Thank you. I hate being poor. See the world